This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Watching Lester Till I Die TV. Goodbye. Hello, I hope not. I hope you're staying around. How is everybody? I hope you are all well. Now, you may be wondering, Brad, what is this lovely show in town? Well, you are here on LTID, LTID TV 2, which is not just home of the new football quizzes that are coming thick and fast for you. Uh, they are also now going to be the mainstay for you lovely people that love all things Leicester City. And mainly that would be today's show, which is the LCFC Women's Transfer Show. Yes, we are going to be going through the the women's side of the transfer market, which they have been ever busy. And uh, Jack knows this because he's sat in the background. My wonderful guest, the word of wisdom, the man that's going to help carry the show on his shoulders because he's far more knowledgeable of this than me. It is Jack from the Full Time Whistle podcast. Jack, how are you, my friend? 
Yeah, I'm all right, Brad. Just to find a whistle, pal. <laughs> don't oh, keep doing it. Don't it. Really it like a full-time whistle. Full -time That's whistle. all right. I'll, I'll edit that in. I'll edit that in the description. I knew it was coming along somewhere. It's like, there you go. There's Jack's podcast. Jack, thank you for joining me today. Um, I know it's been in the works, and you've had to let me know your schedule. Mm. So, um, are you first of all? Are you excited for the women's football to be getting back underway? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's been a while since um, the women's game season ended from last season which we stayed up uh which was the main target for last season uh you know we we started really picking up points near the end of the season we played some good football uh Willie Kirk changed things quite drastically in that and uh yeah we got the goods in the end and um yeah we were playing like I say some neat football um you know players were on form like Hannah Kane and that and uh Carrie Jones did well um yeah, the squad were looked really good coming towards the end of the season and we managed to stay up and uh, Reading went down. So, yeah, we're looking forward to another exciting season, another season full of, you don't know what to expect, do you really? So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a roller coaster. Yeah, it definitely will be. I mean, twice now Leicester have beaten the odds. They were mm. heavy favourites to go, to go down. I mean, we're going to just... You know, we are going to get through the, the the transfers that have been done. I've even included one that was done yesterday. Um, a, a lovely Canadian striker has joined mm. us, so that's on the list as well. But um, just quickly, Jack, I mean, we obviously had some areas that needed highlighting it and, and fixing, mm. and obviously, look at where their areas have potentially been strengthened in the window. But you you do your vlogs on your channel when you get the chance to go to women's, women's game. Um, Immediately before the window activity started, where were you thinking that Leicester needed to, to strengthen strengthen their squad? I think we always needed another goalkeeper. Uh, that was one of the key parts last season. Janina Leipzig uh, came in on loan last season. She had a fantastic spell, so very successful. Uh, Courtney Nevin again at full-back. She came in last season. Um, she had a successful loan spell. Um we needed to strengthen there, which we have done. She's now signed a, port a permanent deal. Uh, so is Janina Leipzig. Um, we needed another striker because I felt that with Leicester, we wasn't scoring enough goals. We were creating the chances. We just didn't have that clinical forward to put it in the net. And uh, yeah, I think we needed the winging positions to be a bit more stronger. I think, I think overall, Brad, to be fair, I think Leicester needed strengthen in every area because, you know, you don't really want to keep being down at the bottom of the table every season, you know what I mean, where you have to scrimp and scrape to stay up, you know what I mean? You want to be more advanced this season and uh, coming up. And uh, like I say, he's strengthened quite a lot and... Uh, yeah, it's in it's in the positions that he needed to. In the like I say, it's not just anybody he's brought in. He's brought in quite a lot of quality. Yeah, he has, and and we're going to jump straight in and, and talk about that quality. Um, mm. Unfortunately, it means we're going to have to hide our beautiful faces. But uh, <laughs> here's here's how I've managed to get it done for you guys, so you can all see it on the screen. Now I don't need to get rid of that banner, thankfully, because that is the last signing. You mentioned that we managed to get Courtney Nevin in from Hamobi. I'll probably butcher that name. Um, mm. Swedish club. And obviously, I was very surprised by this, Jack. I thought Janina Leipzig from Bayern Munich, she, she actually, did she break a record? She had the most saves in the season. And it's like the shortest period to do it in because obviously she only came in January. I was very, very surprised by that signing. 
Um, I'm delighted to get her in. I, I assume you are as well, Jack. Yeah, I think I think with Janine, I like Sigwan Brad. We, we, as his fans wanted to sign her up permanent. Um, you know, she was one of the main ones we needed to keep. Uh, I think we had first dibs on her. I believe Man United ended up sniffing around. Uh, you know, but she was fourth choice goalkeeper at Bayern Munich. She wanted to always come out and play football and uh, be first choice somewhere. And obviously, Leicester was the destination uh, last season. Successful loan spell, like I said. Uh, Top quality goalkeeper, one of the best goalkeepers in the league last season. Um, she's only going to get better. And I think, like I say, that one was one that we really needed to get done first. I mean, every fan wanted it to happen. And uh, yeah, I think we're just glad that we got it over the line with Janina um, signing that permanent deal. Yeah, I mean, I will ask you this after we've gone through the rest of them, Jack. But for me, it's, it's signing of the season. I mean, an area of strength proves and wise. And I don't know why she's not getting in front of Bayern, you know, to Bayern's number mm. one. I, could have, I was really surprised with mine to, to, um, to get her. But from one German to another, we have signed forward uh, Lena Petermann, who mm. uh, we got her from Montpellier in the French divisions. Uh, quite a successful league in the women's um, uh, in the women's game, isn't it? You know, they always got a team going far in the Champions League. She actually did score against Everton in her in her, mm. time, in her debut preseason, and you know she's she's adding to that German force. What what do you make of her, Jack? Do you know much about her? Um, yeah, scored quite a few goals for Montpellier. Obviously, I think she had a few injuries here and there, but. Like I say, if you can keep her fit and um, keep her firing this season, she's going to be the the uh, player that's going to fire you in the goals. And she's a good striker on a day, uh, Lena Peterman. Uh, like I say, German international as well. Uh, really good player. And that's, like I say, it's one that we really needed to strengthen, bringing in a striker and uh, to bring in a calibre of Lena Peterman. It shows that Leicester mean business. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at the business. I mean, I, I, I thought the men did a lot of business this season, but the, the women have, have mm. you know, Willie Kirk's really gone out, you know. We get into the, the midfielders here. Another another signing from the French League, uh, this time from Lyon. It's uh, the Belgian midfielder, Janice Kamen. I mm. mean, it's an area of strength. I mean, we'll look at the outgoings after this and we'll probably see why they've strengthened in this area, but... You know, she she she's coming. Um, she's coming to strengthen that midfield. Yeah, she's the most capped uh, Belgian player. It's uh, international. Uh, she's won everything in France. Uh, yeah, she's got really great experience. I think she's is she thirty four. I think she is. So yeah. she brings that wealth of experience in the squad. She's a versatile player. She can play on the wing. She can play in midfield. I mean, she can do a job. And uh, you know. Um, I'm looking forward to this one. This one is a, a statement of intent by Leicester that we're not messing around this season. We actually want to be finishing higher in the calibre of Cayman signing. That you know, it shows that, like I say, the the strength of the midfield as well because we really need to strengthen that midfield ahead of the new season. I mean, yeah, and I think uh, the experience of Cayman will help. Obviously, like I say, she's won everything in France and uh, she's a real top player. Yeah, I mean, if she brings half of what she's been able to do throughout her career in her twilight mm. years, I'd be very more than uh, more than happy to have her on here. And she's going to get joined by uh, maybe a little bit of a surprise going down to Bristol City. We played in, in a, in a pre-season, as you told me earlier, Jack. Amy mm. Palmer has added to that, that strength in, in, in midfield. Um, good acquisition for me to come in. You know, like I said, need the depth, need the competition. 
uh, and probably a little offers a little bit more diversity in, in, in exactly what it is she can she she offers to the game. Or what do do you see this making up a middle partnership of of Janice and Amy? Mm. I think, like I say, you've got to strengthen that midfield as much as you can. Mm. Obviously, you know you've got to bolster and get the numbers in. I think he's done that. Um, Amy Palmer, she done fantastically well at Bristol City. Um, obviously, they came up um, into the WSL last season, so they're they're one of them teams to beat this season. Uh, Bristol City, in my opinion. Uh, Amy Palmer, like I say, she played against a former club in pre-season, scored against Bristol City. Um, she's number six, so I just feel she can really do a job in midfield. She's a battling midfielder, and uh, yeah, I'm excited by the signing of um, Amy Palmer. Yeah, she sounds a terrific signing, and scoring mm. against your old club is it's not a bad way to get yourself off the mark. No, I'm, sure they happy with it. <laughs> I'm sure they weren't happy with it, but we'll take it. Um, yeah. And then moving on, the backup goalkeeper. She played uh, the majority of the game, I believe, against Everton in the preseason. So Willie Kirk's not just putting her in as a stopgap. She's obviously willing to showcase herself. That she's come from, you know, she's Netherlands goalkeeper, and she's come from mm. that league as well in Ajax. I mean, reliable number two. You know, don't get ahead of ourselves. We know there's been a lot of outs in that department. Very good, reliable number two. If if something should happen to Janina. <laughs> Yeah, this is where this is where we started talking with the goalkeepers. I mean, um, she yeah, she's the Dutch number two. She's a fantastic goalkeeper. Um, like I say, we needed to strengthen the goalkeeping department and to bring Leipzig and uh, Coppin uh, with two fantastic acquisitions by the Foxes this summer window. You know, um, obviously Kirsty Lavelle left, so we had to really go out and strengthen. Obviously, Demi Lambourne's going to be that third choice but we needed to be a team this season where we needed strength in the department of the goalkeepers for number one and number two and like i say it gives that competition done it for the number one shirt and uh it makes goalkeeper wants to be better in each game so yes yeah, she's an international in the dutch league um like i say she she did well at ajax she's had a successful spell at ajax won trophies there she's a dutch international for Netherlands women, um, she obviously, I think she was number two there in the World Cup. So, like I say, it's good, it's good business by Leicester and uh, it really shows that we're really strutting our stuff so far and hopefully that helps us going forward in the WSL, Brad. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like you said, we, you know, a lot of out outlets in that way and, and mm. a lot of a lot of them are to leave and to get two quality goalkeepers. Like mm. you said, we're not just, we're not just fishing for the sake of fishing. We, we know no. what we're looking for and, you know, credit to a manager who, you know, who's mm. come under pressure at times, you know, during the season, uh, last season. And he's really shown, shown his state and intent not to just, you know, make us a, uh, you know, a survive against the odds team every season. And I, I'm, I'm really, really happy with the areas he's, he's managed to strengthen. And, and that continues. Uh, I mean, one area, and we'll, we'll touch on this a little bit, an area where we've maybe got a flux of players. I think we've got six of them now, including the new signing at the bottom there. But before we get to her, I'm going to try and not butcher this Finnish name. Another striker we've signed, Jolta Rantala. And that's as many times as I'm saying it. From Vitso, <laughs> from, from Geek. I mean, it's an area It's an area with a lot of competition. You can never have too many strikers, some people may say, Jack. No. I will be honest with you, this is one of the few players I don't know much about at all. Do you know, uh, shed some light on... on 
uh, on Rantalo, or however you pronounce the name, I will learn. I will learn. Uh, Rantalo um, had a successful spell at that team last season. Um, like I say, a Finnish, a Finland international, um, can score goals, a forward. Uh, like I say, we, we needed strength and depth in that department this season. He's gone out and done it. The, Willie Kirk is not messing around this season. Like you said, Brad, it's not about relegation this season and battling there. It's about finishing higher as, as you can in the table. And like I say, that squad needed ripping up a bit. It needed to, we needed that big rebuild, shall we call it? Uh, you know, and he's he's gone and done that. The guy, the guy said he'd bring in what did he say? 10, 10 new signings this summer. So yeah. I think he's brought in nine so far. So one more through the door, and uh, we're good to go. But like I say, Rantala brings. Wealth right. of goal, goals and that as well. So, like I say, it's always good. To, you might not want a lot of strikers, but you'll always need them when it matters. Yeah, and I think, you know, he's not afraid to change a system, is he? I know, no. I know we had, um, I'm going to say a name wrong, but it was, was it Simpson or Simpson or... Probably said Remy, Remy, Remy Simpson. Yeah, you know, I meant Jack. That's good. That's why I got you on here, mate. Because people, <laughs> that's why I got you here. Yeah, so Remy, you know, she was deferred around the front, wasn't she? She was sometimes out on the left through the mm. middle, she was swapped around a bit. So the depth is there, and you know, it's definitely needed. And, and obviously, you know, nine signings out of ten. If he's asking mm. for ten, but we've got one more to get through the door before the season starts. We've just got a few more before we actually do get to our extra signing in there. We go back to the back line, um, all the way from Bordeaux in France. Uh, mm. Julie Thibord. Uh, again, if I butcher that name, I do I do apologise. But um, again, we're going to get to the clear outs after this. Uh, it's an area we needed to strengthen, Jack. And it, she looks a really good signing. I, I saw her interview. She looks really happy to be here. And, and like you said, I'm, I'm not saying, for instance, and I've I'll ask you this question at the end and I'll give you mine as well. But in terms of where Willie Kirk's trying to progress Leicester, not yep. just to be the bottom feeder club that somehow escapes, that's a really another signing of intent, isn't it, to strengthen that back lineup? Yeah, Julie Fabord, uh, French international, made three appearances for France. Uh, like I say, she did well at Bordeaux. Um, like I say, we're bringing all these big international club players in, which is good. Um, you know, it shows that we. Really want to succeed this season. It wasn't just a striking position he wanted to strengthen. The defence really needed strengthening, to be fair. It really needed the numbers, and we've obviously done that. She's a centre off, she's five foot seven. Uh it might be a little defender when we do say five <laughs> foot seven, but as long as she does the job, it doesn't matter. Um, at the end of the day, she brings wealth of experience and that. She's very good on the ball. She's a ball playing out defender, and uh, like I say, she she, like I say, she brings quite a lot of experience, obviously, from the French league and that. So, like, hopefully, she can bring that welfare experience to the uh, WSL. Um, so, yeah, another good signing, another wealthy experience signing. And, uh, like I say, these signings are just getting better and it's improving the squad, which is obviously something that Willie Kirk talked quite highly of. Yeah, a man that's sticking true to his nation. Mm. And, and last, and by no means least, and it may not be the last signing if Willie wants the perfect no. 10, if Willie Kirk wants to get 10 through the door. But now it's a couple of days ago. Uh, Deanne Rose has joined us from mm. Reading, the Canadian striker. Another one adding to that depth and competition up front, Jack. I mean, might not be the final piece of the jigsaw, but if this was to be the last signing, would, would you say not only is it a good signing, but is it in, is, is it in the right area for where you were looking at? 
to, to for, for us to strengthen. See this one. This one's a, this one's a very decent signing. Um, like I say, it's a right wing position. She's a very good winger, Diane Rose. Uh, watched her at Reading. Um, she she struggled with a bit of injury though, like every player does. But on a day, she's she's a really good player. She's a Canadian international. So, like I say, she she's a good player. She she chips in with the goals, which is what obviously Willie Kurt wants and sees in uh, Diane Rose. She's she can be versatile. She's a she's a very good player, very good attacking player. Um, I'd say one of Reading's best players, if I'm honest. To be fair, um, Brad. So yeah, we've got a good player on our hands there, Diane Rose. Like I say, watching her in the WSL for Reading, I thought, you know what, decent player, uh, good winger. So yeah, it's a it's a good signing from uh, Willie Kirk. Indeed, some rose tinted glasses we'll need. <laughs> Not joking. Yeah, I thought the post <laughs> made me laugh. That did make me laugh. I that did make me chuckle. Um, so, you know, that, that's all the ends. Just I'll quickly pop it up for anyone who's just joining in and not seen us mm. from the start. There's all the signs we made. Courtney Nevin from Hamorby. Janina Leipzig were made permanently from Munich. Mm. Uh, Lena P- Peterman has joined us from Montpellier. Janice Cayman has joined us from Lyon. Amy Palmer has joined us from Bristol City. Lizzie Kopp from Ajax. Uh, Jolta Rotala has joined us from Vito Geek. I'm not going to pronounce it again. I know I said I wouldn't do it the first time, but you have to when you round up, don't you, Jack? Julie Thornwood has joined us from Bordeaux. And Deanne Rose is the latest acquisition to Reading. Now, if mm. you are watching this quickly, I've got to do one of these things. because I've got one thing in common, Jack. I always have one thing in common with one of these, and it's a shameless plug. And I have to do this because it's part of my duties on this show to say, if you are listening to us on a podcast platform, then I hope you want to join us. Um, and if you are loving this show, please do like the video and subscribe. If you're new, go and check out our host, uh, our co-host channel, Jack. Uh, his channel, he does lovely content, great match day vlogs for both the men and the women's. He's, his content's brilliant. He does a lot with, I think it's Silver Fox, isn't it, that you do, um, you meet up sometimes with in uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man's another uh, subscriber. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So do go and check him out. Yeah, I I love both your channels, guys. You do a lot of work together when you you kind of merge your your things together, your vlogs. So it's brilliant. And of course, this show wouldn't be anything without it. LTL TV one or two would not be anything without the Talksport Fan Network. The Talksport Fan Network is the ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Including Leicester Till I Die, independent analysis and reaction for the Foxes faithful. The Talksport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Follow the podcast on the Talksport Fan Network. Here you go. Thank you for just letting that play out there. So, Jack, we've done all the ins. Um, mm. I, I'm, I'm going to get you to give both the ins and outs a rating out of 10 at the end. So, we've had a lot of ins, nine to be precise. We're not going to go through all of them because I've noted okay. with a little bit of asterisks that some of them are only youth players and some may not have even really featured for Leicester. But we're going to go through the list, but then we're going to talk about standout names. I think we know a couple already. We discussed backstage a few Maybe surprises to those that have seen them play regularly. And here are the list of outgoings. See how fancy that looks because I had a lot of names to write. You think I'd have put more of an effort in for the for the intros. We have the goalkeeper Sophia Moore. She's a youngster. She's joined Aston Villa. Mm. Uh, defender Sophie Barker went to Sheffield United. 
Now we come to the first one that we want to talk about, Jack, I assume, because Natasha Flint spent a long time with the club. Um, she was technically released, but she has signed for Liverpool. How, is that a big loss to Leicester? Because Liverpool obviously stayed in the WSL. Are we going to regret maybe losing her to a, to a WSL rival at all? The thing is with Tash, she was championship uh, top scorer when we came up. Uh, mm. You know, I, just, I don't feel it worked out for in the Barclays WSL. You can't have her playing on her own up front, which obviously mm. Lydia Bedford tried. Uh Jonathan Morgan tried and you've got to kind of like mix it up a bit, haven't you, when you, you've got to have that sort of plan B when you go to the WSL because that's like the best, one of the best women's uh, leagues in the world. Um, like I say, Tash can score goals, given opportunities. Uh, I think she scored one last season um, against Reading. Um, like I say, she was good. Um in the championship, but I just don't feel it worked out. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Muck Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonalds.com out for in the wsl in my opinion um she went on loan to celtic she scored quite a few goals there i mean like i say she did all right at celtic a successful loan spell you could say there but then yeah i think to be fair it was potentially right to move her on to be fair it you don't want to bring a player back off loan because you've sent her out on loan because it wasn't working before. So you don't really want to keep something that's, do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah I think I, we've made, I think we've made the right move and, and obviously she's now found a club now in Liverpool where I wish her all the best there, but as long as she don't score against Leicester, I ain't gonna have a problem. But uh, like <laughs> I say, yeah, I think it's the right move for her to move on. Um, like I say, it's an intentful signing for Liverpool in the striking position. I know they needed to strengthen, but I think it caused us a bit of a surprise when it comes to Liverpool fans in Tashfield signing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, she was a long serving. Like I said, she, she had oh, yeah. twilight years with us in the, in the mm. championships. which was pivotal to our promotion. But sometimes, unfortunately, sentiment aside, it's just one of them that they, it's not saying that they can't make the level. It's just maybe the style of play, you know, the way Willie Kirk changed things up. I mean, I know Lydia tried to get the best out of it, but sometimes it just doesn't work. And, and you, you know, you'd rather send a player out alone and say, look, we, we want you to play first-team football, but it's not going to yeah. happen there. Get yourself in the shop window and then, you know, sit, sit, hopefully somebody takes you on. And, and she has. You know, I'm kind of got because there's a few names on here that you'll, you you may have already seen that have got released. Mm. So it's not always, you know, it's not always worked out as, as it is hoped for. And with that, I will get rid of this banner so we can see the rest of the names. 
Charlie Devlin, she played a few times for the first team. She's she's gone to uh, Birmingham. I'm going to come back to her and 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 and, and a few others in, the, in in a minute. I just want to get through a few of them that that I don't really recognise or remember really playing uh, for us too much. Uh, Lashante Paul, a brilliant name. She was a forward, but she was released. Um, Kirsty Lavelle, the goalkeeper that you mentioned, she mm. obviously has been replaced by Copper's second choice and likes it coming in as first choice. She's moved on to Burnley. A little bit bittersweet there because she had a spell, didn't she, before Lights came in, but she has gone to Burnley. And Molly Pike, um, we'll go back to Devlin after this, but Molly Pike is a is a, is one of them names that has been around for for a while at Leicester as well. She's been here a few seasons, she came off the bench a lot mm. uh, under under Willie Cook. With, with the midfielders we brought in, it's just kind of one of them case where it's just Sod's law, unfortunately. You're not going to make it into the mix. Were you a little bit surprised by by Pike going? No, I like Molly Pike as a player. Um, she, she always gave 100%. She were a good midfielder. I just think with Molly, it was all about first-team football. And I think Willie Kirk preferred other midfielders over her, to be fair, in his opinion. Um you know, sometimes you could, sometimes when you look at the team, like last season, you could think, yeah, but Molly Pike could have gone there. Why you not put Molly Pike in? You know what I mean? But like I say, um, she's now gone to Southampton. She's she's had a good uh, pre-season there, which is good. Um, I know her dad well, Duncan Pike. So big up Duncan if you're watching. Uh, like I say, um, Molly Pike, she always gave her all for Leicester. Um but like I say, I'm not the manager at the end of the day. Willie Kirk thought he could get a better player in that position. And like I say, sometimes it works out at a club, sometimes it doesn't. And uh, I think that's another one that uh, wanted first-team football. And um, I think that's the reason we made that decision to to um, release her due to um, that sort of um, predicament of first-team football. She, she obviously, Willie Kirk, in his mind, wasn't going to give her first-team football. So, I think Molly's made the right move in wanting first-team football. I think she'll get that at Southampton. I do wish her all the very best at Southampton. She's a good player and, uh, like I say, we'll miss her at Leicester. But, like I say, sometimes you've got to make changes for the better. Yeah, you do. And, and mm. when you look at the changes we've brought in, it's hard to kind of it see a way... You can't really disagree, can you, to be fair? No, you can't. You really can't. It's, it, you look at who they've replaced them with, and you think, well, okay, fair enough. I'd rather see Molly Pike go on to benefit mm. Southampton in that sense. And then, obviously, quickly there before I go through a, f a few more um, departures that that, that um, we haven't really been able to see too much of. Charlie Devlin. Now, again, the midfield area. You look at the songs we've brought in. Is this just a natural case of sorry, you're too far down the pecking order? Because I I remember seeing her a little bit and. Maybe it's because I, I confused her maybe with with Nevlin, not Devlin, but uh, yeah. she seemed to be one that that I thought might stick around. Um, is that a real big surprise for you at all, though, Jack? Not really. Uh, I think you like I say we got rid of her on loan for a purpose. Do you get what I mean? Because mm, we, yeah. she wasn't obviously a part of the plant. Uh, She's a she's a good championship player. I just don't think it worked out for it at WSL. I think she made the right move going to Birmingham. Uh, to be fair, she had a, she had a decent loan spell at Birmingham last season. So 
obviously players like to make it permanent, don't they? And I think it's the right move for it at the end of the day. I don't think she were in the plans at Leicester. Um, but like I said, we, we want to upgrade as much as we can. And obviously, I think we have done this transfer window. No offence. Yeah, yeah. These are all lovely ladies that when they've put on the shirt from... Yeah, exactly. Them. She'll part of the um, championship winning team. So, like yeah. I say, I have, a, I have a lot of respect for the championship winning team. But sometimes with the players that are in that championship winning team, some make it in the WSL and some don't. So, like I yeah. say, you can see both sides of the argument. Yeah, you definitely could. And, and it's the same with the men's, isn't it? You know, there's, yeah. if Leicester are to get back promoted this season, there might mm. be some players that don't make it with us in the in, in the Premiership. And it's, it's nothing against them. It's just, nah. you know, some people hit, hit that glass ceiling, don't they? And maybe maybe one day she'll come back up with Birmingham and prove us wrong. But yeah, yeah. the best for the future. Mm. So going through that list, because I want, I, I am cautious. I do want to get this show, you know, I don't want to be here talking hours on end because we, we could with the amount of players that have yeah, gone. We could. Uh, I mean, we've already, we already know that Kirsty Level left because of the competition for first place choice uh, goalkeepers. Mm. Abby McManus, um, she was released by the club. Jessica Sigworth, she joined um, Sheffield United. And Con- Connie Schofield, she couldn't have just gone to a short yeah. name, could she? She had to go to London, sister, London City Lionesses as well. Yeah. Oh, dear. But, you know, and then we get on to probably one of the names that I do recognise a bit more Gemma, Gemma Pierfield. Gemma yeah, P. yeah, Gemma Pete. She was she was fantastic for us for the last few yeah, seasons. Agreed. Um, gone to Southampton. Is it again? Is this just a case of the incomings have made her? I want. I don't want to say weaker in this process, but she's not the strongest choice of option given our incomings for that position now. Because we have bought that position quite up. Is this just mm. another? Unfortunately, we have to make room for for these new signings because you have to, don't you? You can't have nine incomings. You can't you can't keep everybody happy, can you? You know what I mean? In football, you've got to make it you've got to make the best best choice for business. Um which I, I think he's done. It's a shame Gemma has gone. I was a massive fan of Jim. Um like I say, she she was a really good player, a good uh, a good set piece taker. Um I loved mm. watching Gem at Leicester, uh, real good fullback, uh gave a hundred percent and it's a shame she's gone, to be fair. I do wish you all the best at Southampton. Um, like I say, one of my favourite, all-time faves at Leicester. Um, but like I say, it's Willie Kurt's decision, isn't it? You know what I mean? I think Courtney Nevin, you could say he brought in Courtney Nevin to strengthen that full-back position. And like I say, it brought competition. And obviously, in the end, you could see that Courtney Nevin was the ideal fullback for that, that role. And uh, it's a shame Jem's gone, but... I think she'll. I do wish her all that successful um, at Southampton, along with Molly Pike, and I really yeah. hope they uh, succeed as a succeed as a team. Yeah, I was going to say a few of them at least taking teammates with them, so they'll, they'll mm, which is good. Them. Yeah, it is. It can be smart, can't it, in the negotiation business? If well, obviously, if you're wanting them players, you don't just sign mm. them. To, you don't just sign the best mate for the sake of it. But if she's going to go there, she's going to know someone she work with, so she can mm. work with them. And yeah. We, all these girls, we, we we wish all the best, you know. Oh, yeah, exactly. It, it is. And the part of Leicester's history, and we'll always be thankful for all they've helped mm. us. Um, and, and just just quickly, we'll go for a few of these. Um, um, Ellen Jones, she's gone to Sunderland. Youngster mm. Georgina Eaton-Collins has gone to HB Korg, which is the Danish league, I believe. 
And then Mackenzie Smith, another youth product, um, yep. she has gone to NC State Wolfpack because the Americans have to be extra with their team, don't they, Jack? NC State mm. Wolfpack, what a name. Yeah. Um, but we're going to touch on the last two. The only two that aren't, that aren't English, funny enough, that have blessed us. Erin um, mm. uh, Simon, she's actually retired. Um, mm. Her presence, Jack, we, we talked about Cayman, who's coming, 34-year-old from Reading. Will that be potentially missed, or is that maybe what Cayman's coming to replace, that that that? That of experience as well as well as the 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 um the age you know the the experience and the knowledge of the game is that something that we maybe miss and maybe we're hoping came and can bring in yeah every Simon were a fullback in it you know what I mean she's yeah. made right hand side uh, like I say she did she did all right at Leicester uh, brought in for wealth of experience and that but. I don't, I don't really know the information of why she retired, but I do wish her all the best in her retirement, to be fair. She's a really nice person. Spoke to her many a times, Erin Simon, and uh, I do wish her the best in her future endeavours. Uh, but, yeah, like I say, it, I just don't think that one worked out, to be fair. Um, and you could clearly see that. Yeah, it's, it's a shame, but at least she's, you know, she's retired. Who knows, maybe in years to come, mm. she might go to a coach, she might go down the manager route. We might yeah, see yeah, yeah. One day a week, and now I left this till last, not just because mm. it was easy to put all the English flags next to the names and not model it all up, but um, one that, that raised eyebrows for, for for me especially. I thought she was very good going forward for a defender. Mm. I'm surprised that she's still released. We are obviously talking about the Nigerian Ashley Plumtra. Now people might say she's called Plumtree, she's not. It's Plumtra. That's one name I did learn was not pronounced the way I thought it was. Jack. I'm surprised about it. I thought she was very good. I thought she still had a, a role to play at Leicester. Is is it such a surprise to you? You know, because you do go to the matches or as often as you can. So, Ashley Plumter no longer a fox, and, and and still without a club, as far as I I've been able to find out. Yeah, this one's my good friend. Um, like I say, she's a good friend, Ash, and uh, yeah, I'll miss her deeply in it. This one, this one brought a tear to me out. This one, I'll, I'll admit, but. Like I say, I'll miss her in it. Um, this one that brought a shock to me, to be fair. Um, I thought she was going to sign a new contract, but obviously the club have decided to like move her on. But like I say, it shocked it shocked the um, the fan base of the women's football that Ashley Pumpter has left Leicester. Um, a very good centre off. You can't ask more for it. She's a Leicester girl, uh, a Leicester City fan, and uh, she she bleeds blue in it. You know what I mean? She's a Nigerian international, she's done fantastic, uh, really well at um, international level for Nigeria. Um, I watched her in the World Cup as well, rooting her on and that. And uh, like I say, she gave hundred percent. She's a really nice, down to earth um, girl and that. And uh, like I say, she she's going to be missed. And um, she was a a top defender. I remember watching her first goal for Leicester in the WSL. It was against West Ham. And uh, like I said, we had that moment where we celebrated together. So, yeah, it was a, it was a top moment. She'll be missed. And uh, I do wish her all the best in where she goes next. Yeah, it was a sad moment because I mm. was assuming she was going to sign a new deal. She was she was up there as one of my favourites um, for a long time going through. And, and uh, we're coming to the end of it now. We've gone through the transfers and outs. But she would have made a list of mine, a certain list of mine, which I'm going to ask you the same three, four um in, in in a minute but she was she was such a lovely woman i mean i i never mm. got the pleasure to meet her 
I, I you know, because I, um, I don't live in Leicester, otherwise I, I would have gone to games. I, 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 I always wanted to go to games, and I, I, that's my intent to go to go to them when I'm back in Leicester. But she also came across so wholesome. Like you said, she bled. Oh, yeah. um, you don't, mm. you know, you know the, the, there's a few names throughout your lifetime that you're lucky if you get to say, I watched someone who bled sweat and tears of the same mm. club, and it's almost a shame that it's ended in a release and it's not like a big money move or something. Like yeah. Sure move or something she still might and but it would be nice if someday down the line we saw her back wearing yep. the colors maybe not as a player but you know maybe as a backroom staff member or yeah. maybe even manager like we spoke about a few names um but there we are we have gone through all the ins and outs uh there still might be more there still might be more ins and outs obviously the window isn't officially closed yet the last i believe it is the last pre-season they played yesterday against everton it might be i'm pretty certain that was it but um we're getting into the business part of things now, Jack, and I've just got a uh, couple of questions for you, just to round it up in conjunction with the start of our season. First oh, of all, the obvious one, we've had a very good pre-season. I don't think we've lost too many. We've just recorded a 3-2 win against Everton, where um, Peterman scored as well, the winner there. Mm. In that game. Um, good pre-season, is that going to equate to... Um, so a good season for Leicester in general. Last season we finished tenth, but it was an improvement on the season before, where we I think we finished eleventh. So points-wise, we're improving. Do you see that continuing? Yeah, so it's about continuation. It's about getting them minutes in the legs and that. I mean, we don't really read much into pre-season to be fair as football fans because it don't mean a lot, does it, results-wise? But like I say, it's about strengthening them legs, getting them getting them ready for the new season and. Uh, like I say, we to draw draw in with Man United, beating Bristol City, uh, beating Everton, losing to Bristol City. I mean, it shows that we're scoring enough goals, and uh, that's the main thing. You can see where we're improving in the areas, um, you know, and it's about getting that squad collectiveness together for the new season. And I think the girls will be right up for it come the first game. Yeah, they do. And Willie Kirk's shown that is, you know, mm. the thing he was trying to work on last season, which I noticed was we became very compact. I remember one game, I think it was near the back end of the season, and it could have affected the outcome of the title because I think we were nil-nil against Arsenal for a, for a big yep. period of the game and ended up beating Leicester only by one goal to nil. And that's something that he seemed to have not only kept working on in the season, but Maybe if you had one nitpick to go at Leicester last season, is sometimes they just struggle to break down opposition and get themselves in front in games that they were controlling in, in them situations. So goals galore and a very a fairly compact defence. It, it, it all looks great. Um, so it might sound like a silly question to ask you, Jack, but do you think then Leicester are going to make it three seasons in a row um, surviving the WSL? Yeah, yeah, of course. Oh yeah, see, I love the optimism, Jack. I know, I know, I know, I had you on here for good reasons. Um, so we'll end it up. I've got three. I've got mine three written down. I've already pre-written mine down. Not that you can see it there, but if I pretend to show you that I've written it down, it shows I've not copied your homework, Jack. I'm going to ask you three simple questions. Who do you think is going to be the standout player for Leicester this season? Ooh. Where do you think will come? And with recent Leicester City women history, do you think Willie Kirk will see out? the season or do you think it might end up being somebody else player of the, player of the season this season um, I'll tell you what I'm going to go for Peterman I'm going to go for Peterman yeah. with the go Peterman with the goals I think Cayman will be, be good this season I think she'll be one of the players of the season um, obviously we'll say about Leipzig because she's a top goalkeeper but I think I'll tell you what if we're looking at the new signings I'm going to go for Peterman um, I think she'll have a, 
a good scoring season this season. I think she'll be in, in the monster goal. So I think that, that's somewhere I'm going to look at. Um, position wise, yeah, we're finishing out in last season. Uh, let's be honest. Uh, last season I predicted eighth. This season, I tell you what, we're, with the players that we've signed, I tell you what, I'm going to go sixth or seventh. Oh, sixth or seventh. Now, mm. it's different. Might seem deluded at this point, but it doesn't matter. I'll take it. No, you know what, mate? I don't see no reason why we can't. I mean, a few wins and a, a couple of different results at the end of the last mm. season would have been eighth, wouldn't we? I think it was Tottenham with goal difference. And I think maybe Villa or Everton were only a point ahead of us. So, yeah, it's not so it's improvement. Now, the, I mean, I know it sounds a bit silly and it sounds a bit ridiculous, but... I mean, it happened to Lydia. Now, there was obviously mm. some behind-the-scenes reasons, but Lydia kept us up, and then yeah. results started really bad and sour. We had a few unfortunate games where we lost by the odd goal, but we had some hammer-ins, and mm. she was immediately just disposed of, and Willie Kirk was was brought in. Now, I feel like this Leicester side's a lot more settled. I don't think he'd be entrusted with so many ins and outgoings as it is. I, I I reckon he's going to see out the season unless it goes horribly wrong. Do, do you see that happening or, or do you think maybe Leicester see a panic button if it doesn't go well? I tell you what, I see, I see him staying in this season. He's a really down-to-earth bloke. We have spoke about transfers and that uh, between me and Willie Kurt. You know, we've we've had them conversations. Um, like I said, we have uh, talked about where he thinks we'll finish at the... End of the season, I did say to him, where the field will finish, Willie? I said, I did last season. He said, yeah. He said, I did seventh. He said, yeah. So, it's about, I'll tell you something. It's You can see the passion. You can see the desire, the he, where he wants his team to be. He wants them to exceed and get to highest possible. And why not? You know, if this team can score goals and defend well in this season, I, do you know what I mean? I think, I think we'll beat teams... Um, quite well this season, but I'm not saying we're going to batter teams or whatever, you know what I'm saying, Bill? Yeah. As long as we can score more than the opponent and win games and see games out, they, I think we've kind of struggled with in recent seasons where we've struggled to see games out when we have led a game, but I think this season we're, we're far more superior. I think we'll do all right this season. He will stay in the job and uh, yeah, let's go Foxes. I'm ready for the new season. I love it, Jack. Who knows? Maybe we could go on a European tour this season. Ooh, Maybe it's like, never say never. Never say never. Well, of course, 5,000 to 1 would argue with anyone who says it can't happen. So, so Jack, you've gone for you've gone for Peterman to be your... Well, mm. she, you reckon she's going to be the top goal scorer potentially this season for the Foxes. You named yep. a few others in there, like Cayman and Leipzig. I nailed my um, myself to the mast, if you will. I, I've gone for like uh, Janina Leipzig to be the, yep. the, the standout player. The record speaks for herself what she did. You've gone six or seventh. Um, I've gone one lower than seventh. I've gone for your prediction that you gave last eighth. year, which is eighth. I think that'll yep. still be a great achievement. Be that's what my wait, and that's what my mate's gone for. He's gone for eighth. Oh, I see. <laughs> He's got a friend of me in that case. He's got a friend of me in eighth. And we both agree that unless something drastic happens, it's going to be Willie yep. Kurt till the end of the season. Well, Jack, thank you ever so much for being a guest on the on the channel. It's been amazing having you on and getting your wisdom. I appreciate and insight. it, mate. Uh, thank you for your wisdom and insights. You've you've made this show a great success because I'd be waffling, going, I don't know what to say. So thank you, Jack, for that. It's been <laughs> brilliant having you on, mate. Um, if you don't mind, just if you, if you've got to go, I understand that's fine. But could you stay behind afterwards? That'd be brilliant, unless you've got to shoot off. Yeah, yeah it's fine. 
No, that's brilliant, mate. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, just let everybody know, because I butchered it at the start, just let everybody know <laughs> where they can find you and, and tell them the actual name of your YouTube channel. Um, guys, go and find us at The Final Whistle on YouTube. Go and subscribe to the channel. Um, hit a like on this video. Um, if you're watching it on playback, discussing all things WSL and that with Brad. Uh, so, yeah, um, go and check out all our content, match preview, match reviews, uh, match day vlogs. Um, yeah, we're, we're prepared for the new season. Um, you've obviously seen our championship content so far. We'll have the WSL side of things when the season kicks off. So, yeah, go and check out all our content. Really hope you enjoy them. And, uh, yeah, thanks for watching. Cheers, Jack. Ever gracious. And, yeah, do go and check it out. I at least got the link right. So the link is in the description to your yeah, channel. Yeah, the link's right. Just the name. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just the name. I'll put you aside. It's not like it's live. I can edit it out, I'll let mate. you off. It's all right. <laughs> You'll never let me forget it now, will you? That's <laughs> nah, right. I'll forget tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Jack, for joining us. Like I said, just chat, chat to you for a minute or two afterwards. Thank you very much for joining us. And thank you to everybody else that has join and watch along i hope you have enjoyed it and yeah do go and subscribe to the channel um to, to both sets to our channel to, to my channel jack's channel go and show everybody some love and i hope you've all really enjoyed it so until next time it's a goodbye from me and it's a goodbye from you isn't it jack yep see you later guys see you later everybody thanks for joining these videos are so dreamy Please like, comment, and subscribe. And don't forget to click the notification bell. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. That will conclude this evening's entertainment. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurant, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.